Yo, it's definitely Cloud Chaser TV, man. We back up in this thing again, you dig? Hey, man, uh, it's going to be a very special episode, man. Something different for the channel, man. Uh, we definitely um, appreciate everybody that came through today, showing love. Uh, without further ado, we got uh, Braze and Kay, man. How you feel, brother? Man, I'm good. Just picking it. You know, getting to the rumors and the bullshit, nigga. What's happening, y'all? What do we like? Oh, absolutely. So let me know. Let me let me ask you a couple of questions. Like when it comes down to uh, like let people know exactly where you're from, man. Uh, all right, I'm born and raised in Bronx, one eight thirty Davidson. You know, but I'm also a nickel cigar to Bonnie Hunter. You know what I'm saying? I'm also a live boy, not a level live boys. You know, you know what it is. I got you. And like uh just like with the discussion that's been going on online, man, it's uh a discrepancy when it comes to uh East Coast and West Coast, um, far as like any connection. Uh now now you you been from like you coming from all this like um is there any connection when it comes to the um New York in the West Coast? Yeah, it's a, it, it's connection with me and my niggas. I don't know about everybody else. I can't speak on everybody else, but as far as me and my niggas, yeah, we connected, we tapped in, homie. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, like, when it comes I to... Really, I can't really speak on everybody else, you know, because you got some niggas that's tapped in with niggas through Facebook. You know how niggas be shopping for big homies and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, different strokes for different folks, but, you know, me and my niggas, we tapped in, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we be in the hood. Like, these other niggas, they don't be in the hood. They just be, you know, on Facebook, clout chasing and shit. Yeah. Like, when it comes down to... um. You know, big homies is definitely big homies who have social media. They definitely have on uh, Facebook. Um, you saying that it is individuals who are going to the internet and they shopping for big homies to become a part of your hood. Yeah, man, I've been ran into some people and shit. Like, like you gotta understand. Like, my set was like the first set of body hunters in New York City. You know what I'm saying? Then everybody else came later on. But a lot of these niggas came from the MySpace, Facebook era. You feel me? Like, me and my niggas, we actually knew our big homies. Like, we was fucking with niggas before social media even started bracking. But, you know, after the social media shit started bracking, I started seeing a gang of niggas claiming Bonnie Hunters, claiming 20s, you know, claiming Pyros. They claiming all types of shit. But that's because they be on Facebook shopping for big homies. Because I be asking niggas like, hey, blood, who your big homie? They say, they so-and-so. So I say, all right, if that's your big homie, did you ever meet him? Did you ever take a picture with him? Have you ever been to L.A.? And what's the answer they give me? No. So right then, right then and there, blood, I'm on some shit like, blood, get the fuck out of here, blood. <laughs> right. I ain't with that shit, my nigga. Like, we, we don't do it like that, my nigga. If you're going to be tapped in, you got to be tapped in for real. Like, you can't just act like you tapped in because you got Facebook and all that. You know, that's that fake shit. Gotcha. Give me a niggas little... having like niggas go on Facebook. Niggas go on Facebook and say, "Hey, I want to be swans today." So they go on friend like five different swans from different neighborhoods and shit. Try to pick who the best big homie so they can motherfuckers run up under them and shit. You know the fake shit, right? Niggas said I'm going big homie shop today. Yeah, we running. <laughs> niggas is running up. Niggas said I'm gonna be like, the big yeah. homie today. <laughs> Shopping for big. So like when I'm gonna get, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. 
I'm gonna tell y'all right now, I'm against that Facebook shit because a lot of y'all niggas wanna know none of these Cali niggas if it wasn't through Facebook. I don't know niggas through Facebook. I know niggas, you know, real life, actual contact. You know? I done shook yeah. a nigga hand, I done met a nigga. I'm not gonna speak about a nigga, you know what I'm saying, on some derogatory shit. And the whole time a nigga real right, you feel me? A nigga out here doing things. I only speak on the niggas that's faggots, the niggas who cloud chase, the niggas that lie, the niggas that be misusing their little homies and shit for they, you know, for they shit, for they business. They be exploiting their little homies and shit. I'm not with none of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas be out here extorting their little homies and all that. We not with that. Like, blood, I don't fuck with niggas like that. Niggas who do shit like that, I don't want them nowhere near me, homie. No, absolutely. Big Let muscle me. hole was bracket. What's happening with it, Pimpin? What's up, Pimpin? <laughs> oh, I ain't making no noise. Yeah. But but back to what I was saying, like this social media shit that made it that made it common for motherfuckers to just pick up a flag and run with it. You know what I'm saying? It made it, it, it just make it common. Motherfuckers gotta start opening their eyes and shit. Man, stop being a follower, be a leader, man. You know, there's too many motherfuckers out here following trends and shit where they should be setting trends. Let me ask you a question, though. Like, now, with, with you knowing that and you having that information, like, um, is there any way to prevent it? Like, other than just saying it? Yeah, hell yeah, there's a way to prevent it. Y'all motherfuckers stop thinking them motherfuckers on Facebook give a fuck about y'all. They don't care about y'all. Like, if a nigga hits you up out of nowhere and you don't know him, he hits you up on Facebook and be like, hey, man, I need you to give me some history, some knowledge. Of course a nigga go and motherfucking pimp you and use you for what you were. First of all, you saying you a blood. You saying you gangbanging. Why the fuck is you asking me for history? Why is you asking me for knowledge? You should already know what the fuck you gangbanging. What you into, homie? If you don't know none of that shit, you need to cut it out. Leave it alone. Move away, man. Stop, stop perpetrating, my nigga. Yeah, absolutely. Like, going into some history, though. Like, you say history. Um, When exactly did... um? You know that the West Coast tried to come to over there to New York. 1998. 98. But a lot of my big homies, a lot of uh, I got some big homies that was locked up in in New Jersey in 1993. So you know, like I know a couple of niggas that was locked up in '93. My nigga, no good. You know, my nigga, Goldie. You know, a lot of sets, a lot of sets on the East Coast was started in '93 too. On some real shit, not just the Nache gangsters, but the Double I gangsters, you know, the double I Queen Street bloods up in Newark and shit. You know, shout out to True G and them, man. Them the homies. Gotcha. So, like, when, when they come. Shout out to Holiday Red, man. You know what I'm saying? He was out there in Newark, man. You know what I'm saying? Doing that Mob Pie Rule thing, man. Shout out to Mac Drama from the Elm Street. Shout out to motherfucking Mad Ronald. Shout out to everybody that was on the motherfucking East Coast, really, really, really in these streets. Not just saying they in these streets, you know? Not not just came out here for like four or three days and flew back home. No, these niggas was out here, living out here. Gunna, she was living out here too. Motherfuckers was out here transitioning by coastal life. Yeah. So when it comes down to, uh, you know, like it's kind of a discrepancy. I, maybe you can clear it up uh, or maybe you can't. But when it comes down to, uh, you know, the bloods in New York and the bloods in New Jersey, of course, it was started in 93, but can you pinpoint who was first? Who who was first on the gangbanging tip? I would say, I'm going to keep it real with you. I, I, I'm going to say OG Mac and them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say them. But 
it seemed like at the same time there was something going on in Newark, you feel me? You know, with the Queen Street niggas, you know what I'm saying? You know, Irvington and all that. It was all in 1993, you know? So it's hard. It's hard for me to, you know, really pick out what month it was, you know? Because that would be snitch ass. <laughs> Real shit. But them the homies, though. You know, shout out to my Fruit Town brand niggas up in motherfucking Jersey. My nigga, no good. He made that shit possible for y'all niggas to bang that shit. Or even ride that way. Straight up. Gotcha. And so, like, moving a little bit forward, man, like, um, of course, you have relationship with um, big homies direct from uh, the West Coast as well as the East Coast, correct? So, yes. with your relationships, um, it was a guy who came on the line by the name of uh, OG Nino Cappuccino, and he had some um, discrepancies. Well, we didn't even actually hear your part of the story just yet until now, but he has some things to say about you. Um, did you see that video? And do you have anything? To, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I seen this shit. You know, me and my homies. You know, we got on there, replied back on Wildcat show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like, Blood is an old ass hater. Like, you know, he was just hating. You know, and I'm not gonna keep talking bad about the nigga. You know, because he's still a big homie. But for you to be hating on a young nigga after like twenty something years or. 15 or 18 years, she proves that you a fucking hater, my nigga. You're never going to accomplish nothing. You're clout chasing. And nigga, that's why we on death of a clout chaser right now. Because niggas is clout chasing. So we going to chop that ass down. You feel me? Real shit. But like like what it was, was blood came out here, you know what I'm saying, in 2005. You know what I'm saying? Maybe 2004. It's hard for me to remember, man. You know what I'm saying? But... Mac Drama paid for that nigga to come out here. I ain't never paid for blood to come out here. Me and my homies is already established. You was a visitor out here for four days, and you flew back home. That's all it was. You came, blood came out here and tried to get all of us, all of us to motherfucking join his craft and join his party, join his little schemes. We're not with that. We we not we not supporting that type of shit. You feel me? Like we flip baby. You know what I'm saying? Like B H I P flip O F T B. You know, he used to be down Death Row Records. That's my G home. You feel mm -hmm. me? Goldie, that's my G homie. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple G homies I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my nigga Mar Dog, man. You know what I'm saying? He lost his life last night or whatever, man. From Live Boys, man. You know what I'm saying? Real niggas. I mentioned real niggas. You know, like I can't, I can't be, I can't be like how I'm gonna say it. I can't be bounded to one man because one man don't run bunny hunters and one man don't run blood. It's you next to me, homie. Straight up. That's the problem with niggas. Niggas got one person running every time, every fucking set. So when the feds hit, they locking up the head nigga and all of y'all niggas gonna stop banging that shit. Because it's one nigga running that shit. Blood, right. we don't do that shit. Ain't no kings and queens out here, my nigga. It's real life shit. Like, we not off that. It's, it's bottom line, nigga. We all together, man. We not doing it like that. It's generations of big homies. It's generation of little homies. It's generations, my nigga. Niggas got to start respecting shit. And for y'all motherfuckers who don't know how this L.A. shit go, take a flight, nigga. Flights is cheap right now, nigga. Flights is dirt cheap right now. Everybody know I'm telling the truth. Take a flight. Just fly out to L.A., blood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> L.A.X. And if you need a motherfucking escort, holla at me, nigga. You know, I'm tapped in with a lot of niggas from L.A., San Diego, Inglewood, Everywhere, Compton, Bompton, you know, holla at me, man, you know? No doubt. And, uh, you know, going into, like, 
you know, just like, okay, we put in a Nino situation, you know what I'm saying? You spoke your uh, your piece on that. So, like, is it, when it comes down to, like, um, is it anybody to tell a big homie to, like, be cool when it comes to a situation like that? Because, like you said, that he a big homie as well. So, is it anybody, like, that can be like, yo, you need to chill out, relax? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a couple big homies niggas can reach out and say that to. But that's like crying. Mm -hmm. I'm not crying, my nigga. I'm a grown ass man, nigga. I'm gonna deal with you myself. Like I'm not crying. Like that's some little kid shit. Like with blood doing blood. I seen somebody send me this nigga video. This nigga hanging out the car like he's Tupac, nigga. Arguing with imaginary cars and shit. Blood, y'all niggas better stop this bombing shit, blood. Like this is real life. Like we're not actors out here. You don't come. To, you don't come out here. You know, get treated like how you was treated. You know what I'm saying? And then you go back home and shit, start shitting on everybody. Like it don't work like that. You don't come out here and try to motherfucking take over nigga shit after you've been leeching off a nigga shit. Guess what? It don't work like that. Niggas kick kick your ass up and out of here and send your ass home, nigga. Fuck out of here. I'm yo blood. We don't fuck with you. Just cut it out. And I'm not gonna base this whole conversation on no Nino Cappuccino. But what I am gonna tell y'all niggas is. Stop following niggas. Just everybody say that they're a big homie from LA is not a big homie. Everybody that claim they're a big homie is not your big homie. So y'all niggas need to stop it, blood. Get with it. Every blood ain't your blood. Every big homie ain't your big homie. Every honey ain't your honey. Every brim ain't your brim. Every pyro ain't your pyro. Like y'all gotta start dealing with shit from a bigger, from a bigger aspect of your brain, my nigga. Cause it's like some niggas is slow. So you know, you know, you gotta you gotta put it in a book, gang bang in a one-on-one. -on -one. You feel me? Gotcha. So let me all uh, let me bring in some of the, the guests that's on behind the scenes on right now. Yeah. And basically the, the guests that's online, people uh these people are from different parts of the country and they uh coming on behalf of Brazy K just to let you know that uh the things that he are saying is um truthful. I'm bringing what I'm doing right now is I see all y'all niggas. Let me tell y'all something, man. Cause oh, there's a lot of niggas that got these little, these little podcasts and shit. Let me tell you something. Don't podcasts. Some of y'all niggas be snitching, homie. All that dom dropping domo politics on podcasts. That's snitching, homie. We don't do that. Like you supposed to keep that in the streets, not bring it on motherfucking YouTube and shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck if you a big homie and you doing that shit. You a clown too. You know what I'm saying? Like. Love. Niggas got to start focusing on what's really going on. What's really going on in New York is motherfuckers is dying of COVID. How about that? How about that? Niggas just want to say they're the king of New York? You niggas want to say they're the king of New York, nigga? Niggas sent 20,000 masses out here for the homies and shit. Niggas, niggas right. out here catching shit. You know what I'm saying? You the big homie, right? You getting money, right? Come out here and donate, nigga. Donate some shit. Niggas ain't out here doing no shit like that. Everybody claims they're the king of New York, even even Snitch Nine and shit. Everybody claims they're the motherfucking king of New York. Hey, niggas ain't no king of New York, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody run New York. Don't nobody run LA. It's all it's all just bullshit. Niggas just talk bullshit because they like to be heard. And just like um, I know that that's Takashi Six Nine thing don't have anything to do with you, but you you, you just said his name and just made me think. Uh, when it came to Takashi Six Nine, do you think that uh, when it comes to Bloods and all, like he made, he made everyone look bad? Right. Yeah. Go ahead, champion. 
Y'all say when it comes to Takashi Six Nine and, and it comes to like the blood, like the tote, like everyone that's blood. You think that on um, Takashi Six Nine made on uh, all bloods look bad? Do he make bloods look bad? Yeah. Nigga, he make the whole New York City look bad. Can Fuck I out of here? Right. Say something. Can I say something on that? Go ahead. Hey, introduce yourself, uh, Gunner. All right, I'm Gunner. I'm from Eastside 1248 Park Bloods. You know what I'm saying? I, I like just to that question you asked right there. Me being from the West Coast, me being from LA, me being the LA blood, I feel like um Takashi made New York look bad when it comes to that blood shit. Because you gotta understand people, people no, you may not he may not claim the bad, not the whole entire New York. Let's get that, let's get that out and over. I'm telling you, talking about my opinion. I'm saying my opinion. <laughs> free, free my nigga Mel Matrix too, man. That's my home. I said I felt like he made New York as a whole look bad when it comes to that blood shit because niggas already looking but but, like, oh, but what I'm trying to tell you is New York. New York ain't the blame for 6 9 being like that. That's 6 9 and the 9 trade gangster. That's not opinion. New York. That's just my little ass opinion. I'm just telling you, that's how I feel. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that. That's your opinion. But make sure you wipe your feet. I'm just saying. Make sure you wipe your feet when you talk about my city, though. Yeah, because y'all niggas, that's how I feel when I, why I say that. We don't, we, like, like my hood, for example, on Bloods, my nigga, you can't just be. You know, stranger and come over here and be like, oh, well, I got some money. I want to bang y'all set. And we're going to be like, yeah. Like, nah, blood, we ain't doing that. Yeah, that's a fact. A lot of niggas in New York. And but blood, but blood, no, 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 York, that ain't a fact. That ain't a fact. Because you got niggas in LA who's motherfucking taking money from niggas, niggas too, York, nigga. Right, right, These niggas in LA like putting niggas down, nigga. They, they selling the B and the P, nigga. I lived in New York. Yeah. Niggas in New York. Yeah, I met the whip every day and jumping in the whip. Come on, my nigga. You ain't said blow. That shit don't slide out here. You do can some I shit. You talk about the whip, nigga. Damn near losing your life. Hey, Pimmy, can I chime in on that on, on that topic right there? Yeah, who's that? that's Mad Ronald. Yeah, you introduce yourself, Ronald. brother. Nah, but you right, 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 right. For those I'm OG Mad Ronald from MadRonaldRadio.net. No G Mad Ronald from Rolling Twenty Neighborhood Blood. But the thing with Takashi Six Nine. The, uh, there's a difference simply because in Los Angeles, in order to be from a set, you got to be rooted in the community, meaning that you got to actually be out of that community. You, you can't come in in six months and be a part of the, the, the inner circle. You want to work your way up. And the way we are is we're homegrown. So as kids, we grow up in the set. I was eight years old when I got on the set. Right now, I'm, I'm 53 years yeah. old. You know what I mean? There ain't no in and out. So if you from the set, it ain't just that we homeboys in the set you claim the set. It's that we have history in the community. We have addresses in time shit like that there. So it's not like no matter what you're doing, I'm, and, every, and this is the thing, the entertainers come out here and they want to make proclamations of these sets, right? Now they on front of the cameras and they talking like this, right? But when you pull up on these blocks, these dudes ain't on the Because the real primary gritty dudes is on these blocks. If you ain't from the set, if you ain't a predator, then you're going to be prey. And there ain't no room for people to just come in and see the key out here. There's no recruitment going on out here in LA. Uh, you know what I mean? 
we're not we don't recruit like Kyle H. Lee, right? In reality, if we have somebody going to out of the same community, we're the same set. So it's damn near natural for people to grow into it, and it's their damn near their birthright. So I'm saying about the class of six nine, but I look at that like that was a bad look on the culture itself, on blood itself, because on a, from my outside yeah. looking in, I'm looking at blood overall. I'm not just looking at New York City, and I'm yeah. looking at That's because right. of the fact of portrayal. You understand what I mean? Because this is the thing right here. The common denominator between all of us is blood. So therefore, when we're looking at Fast. this here, and we, we're coming to that point of that common denominator, right? Sometimes, I, and I always say to people, sometimes we all represent each other. So at one point in time or another, if, 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 we, got, if we got a homie who's sitting there smoking dope, and he's a homie with a name, he represents all of us. He has a reputation, and all his bullshit trickles down on all of us. So in that case, that was a bad look on the culture itself, on the whole blood East, West, That's North, right. and, and no matter where else is at. Yeah. Now, like just with respect, um, just somebody just left in the comments, which is kind of makes sense. They said, "What about dudes like uh, Chris Brown and Soldier Boy that Dude. represent on the West Coast?" <laughs> I can't speak like Understand something about that? Let me oh, share something. You. You. That's something. Uh, that's something totally different. Listen to this. That nigga from Pyro. I can't speak on Fruitown. Wait, 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 wait. Let, let me share something with you about this. About about this. The people don't understand this, right? You got associates, you got affiliates, and you got members. You, you understand what I mean? Yes. You got so you just because you, just because you're associated with people from the set, you claiming the set don't mean the set claiming you. Mm. Facts. You see, Amen. Just because you put on, just because you put on some red tennis shoes. And a red sweatshirt, and you living in the Hollywood Hills, and you throwing them gang signs, and you got the dudes whoever you paying up at your house, and they from the set. That don't mean the set accepts you. That means that your friends in your circle are allowing you to be a part of their, their circle. But Chris Brown and none of these dudes got out here and did nothing related to putting in work for these neighborhoods. Now, I was at Campanella Park when Chris Brown was giving away shoes, which was a good thing in the neighborhood, and they went to the jungle after that. That was cool. You understand what I mean? But that don't make a member. You see what I'm saying? History makes a member. See what I'm saying? Because if it came down to it and we got really dirty and gritty with this shit, the shit that it takes to be a member and be for real with this, these dudes be backing the fuck up out of this here. And they'll be stupid not to. Because if you got a million dollar career and if it's going down in the, in the hood and the homies just got killed and they say it's your time to go and you get the pistol, you stupid as a motherfucker. You, you say, well, all right, let me go. I'll take that over my million-dollar entertainment career. So you understand what I mean? These guys are associates. That's all they are. Just, just like they talking about Chris Brown and Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy was the confident. If you saw that video, you saw how that motherfucker chumped him, too, when he tried to act like, he, like, like they was cool, like you know it. Yeah, that's a fact. You understand what I mean? <laughs> just because, I like saying, just because L.A., you ain't from L.A. Just because you walk, I see people do videos and shit all the time. They're in West Hollywood, they're in Hollywood, they're in Beverly Hills, they're at the beach, they're wherever they at. Come on, yeah, I'm out here. But your ass ain't nowhere near Western Avenue, Central Avenue, nowhere near motherfucking Imperial. You ain't nowhere near, near motherfucking um, Jefferson Adams or motherfucking Slauson or you understand what I mean? You ain't, that, just because you here don't mean that you're in the hood. You understand what I mean? And that's the misinterpretation right there. I got you. Yeah, that's a good. 
I like that answer. That was a good way to answer that. <laughs> you got something to add to that little puppy? Nah, nah, that was good right there. That was good. My my whole thing, my whole thing, my whole thing is like it's still people, it's still people listening to that to the Takashi shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, if, you, yeah. if you if you live in a certain lifestyle, it's codes that you gotta stick to. You feel what I'm saying? Like you gotta respect those codes. If you don't respect those codes, then you ain't you ain't about that life. You feel me? Hey, right. Hey, hey, not to cut y'all off, but he ain't no different than the niggas that's on motherfucking Facebook acting like they bloods and crips. Mm. They're all the same. It's just he got money. Yeah. They're all the same. Everybody paying for the B, the P. Everybody paying for it. They even paying for the New York blood gangs, man. Niggas are paying for it, man. You can catch that shit out of auction, man. For real. Shit like that. That part, Matt Ronald, no, that's why he's smiling. <laughs> you know what? Let me tell you something. I got a greater understanding. You know that I, I lived that I lived in between New York and New Jersey for two years. And um, the thing about it that was interesting to me was that the culture yeah, is that. so different that people will pick up people just for numbers. You understand mm. what I mean? And I was explaining because I, I and, and like I said once again. Yeah. I was when I took my neighborhood out there, I took the point to these coasts myself. And the thing about it was that I didn't understand the differences. I didn't understand that they, they don't have homesteaded communities like we do. You understand what I mean? Everything in LA, when somebody says set, they're gonna say some letters and numbers, right? Them letters is the set and the numbers is where you can find them at. You feel what I'm saying? Whenever somebody drops some letters and numbers here, they're gonna drop, they're gonna drop them. They set and they're gonna drop their street, right? To their neighborhood, right? And it's a difference here because right now here being OG, it takes 20 years to be just a good OG. You feel what uh, I'm yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you about. Uh, just to, not to uh, stop your wisdom, but mm -hmm. um, when it comes to OGs, you just don't become an OG because of um, you surviving wars and you just being around and you old, right? It takes 20 years to build. We got YG, we got there's a whole generation of YGs out here. Uh -huh. And then, like me, I'm a third generation OG. You understand mm. what I mean? I'm a third generation OG. So, you know, you see, understand this. There's no one OG. OGs, the generations of them. See, the first generation that started all this, that was OGs. the generation that came after that was another generation OGs. You understand what I mean? I, yeah. I was eight years old. I came along in 76. So, you understand what I'm saying? I'm not a first generation OG. I'm like a third generation. <laughs> but at the same time, the way that the things are, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's like there are OGs. I mean, my, sometimes I got to correct my young homie because if I've been on the set for like 45 years. I've been from the set for like 45 years. But if I got a young homie and he's been around 25 years, still talking about your OG, I got to check him and let him know, no, 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 you've been here too long because there are youngsters that came up under you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it makes it makes it does make a difference. You know what I mean? I was back east and like back out there, how it is the OG runs the set. So you know what I mean? That's a big difference out there. Out here, the OG don't run the set. You can be an OG and be addicted to drugs. You can be an OG and just and be homeless. You can be an OG because the thing about it is you just come out of a certain era where you might have put your work in in your time. But mm -hmm. you know, everything gets old. You know what I mean? If we don't you constantly reinvent ourselves, then we will constantly we will grow old and we will play out. 
And that's what happened to a lot of OGs. The crazy part about OGs and shit, my kids been in New York. I didn't ha I didn't see niggas that's like 24 that told me they OGs, triple OGs. <laughs> in New York. Hey, check this out. Check this out. Yo, real shit. A lot of motherfuckers out here fronting blood. Real shit. Are you kind of low, Brazy? Like a motherfucker. That shit he talking about, that, that's real shit. There ain't no one home, big homie running the whole entire set. Niggas be up under, niggas be saying, yo, that's my big homie. They be telling me, hey, my big homie so and so. I be like, nigga, that nigga's a crackhead, blood. Fuck you talking about? How you running up under a crackhead, my nigga? You not even knowing who blood is. You not knowing he a wino, he a crackhead. Yeah, he's still he's still a big homie and all that shit. Mm -hmm. But blood, come on, blood. Y'all gotta y'all gotta judge him better. You know, y'all gotta pick him better. You heard? You got anything to add to that, Buzzo? Hey, the big homie. Uh, the brother that was talking. Hey, hey introduce yourself, uh, Buzzo. My bad, brother. I'm Buster Ho, man, from Watch Nick's party. Bonnie Hunter, CEO of Project Baby Direct. Whoa. Whoa. And, and the big homie, he was hitting it on the head, man. You can be, you can lose your time for not putting in the work when you was at the prime age. You know what I mean? And in L.A., and Watch, it don't matter how long been from the hood. It's what you doing right now that solidifies where you at, you know? <coughs> so, you know, that, that's some real stuff. But on the other note, man, on some one other shit, most of us, even the niggas who, who own the front lines, is really trying to find a way about this shit. You know? Yeah. <coughs> so, you know, amongst be born into this, uh, circumstances where he lived, where his mama stayed, and he grew up, and you kind of trapped, and you drug into it, really. And then once you win it, you just got to go hard. You begin to go hard. So a lot of motherfuckers be trying to find a way about this shit, you know? That's a fact. That's a fact. Everybody got some positive shit going on. Real shit. Hey, y'all hey, niggas yeah. wouldn't even be seeing me on this shit, man. If oh, oh, you know, you know his name, the you know the you know the nigga with the mm -hmm. with the rabies and shit. You know, <laughs> if he wasn't mentioning my name, I wouldn't even be doing no interviews because niggas got lives, my nigga. Niggas got better things to do. Niggas got positive shit going on, music businesses, all types of shit. Niggas don't really got no time for this corn bullshit. To add to what Buffalo was just saying, right? It's a funny thing when you're in LA, right? And you got grown ass men that have made it. And, and one of the things with us is we grew up doing hard times. We grew up doing hard shit because of the circumstances of the environment, right? And this is the thing about that, right? We all trying to climb our way to fuck up out of it. It's funny when you see a motherfucker 25, 26, 27 years old with a million dollar record contract. That ain't from here, but he's trying to climb into the hole we trying to climb out of. So right. you understand what I'm saying? It's like yeah. we, we look up and we like this. they set themselves up to be exploited when they do that. See, when you got these entertainers and they talk, like I said, once again, it's our culture. See, motherfuckers like us, man, blood is our culture, homie. I'm I'm 52 years old, man. I'm too goddamn old to be hollering that I'm a member of a blood gang. You understand what I mean? 
I'm not even out here on that bullshit. You keep it 100 with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm out here on a more constructive level. You know what I mean? I look at blood as a movement. You know what I mean? Just need a little bit of restructuring and a little bit of direction, you know, and some guidance. But at the same time, my view of things when it comes to this is that, you know, it, it looks funny when you got grown-ass men that don't come out the culture that have made it and actually have created a situation in their own lives where they don't have to deal with the bullshit or they've elevated to the point where they can take care of their families, but then they want to they be tied into the bullshit that we've been involved in for so long that took so many lives by way of prison and the cemetery. But these right. dudes themselves, they find themselves where they fascinated by it. It looks, this is really with you. That shit look weird as a motherfucker to a motherfucker that's been, that been, been over two, three hundred feet. You know what I'm saying? That shit look weird as a motherfucker when you're looking at it. And you're trying to figure out who they claim or what? Because right now, if you're trying to get in now, you're looking funny because this is a 14 year old motherfucker. If you're 25 and you're trying to get in right now, there's a 14-year-old motherfucker that was born in the neighborhood that gets from the sense of who was 10, and that motherfucker is your big homie. <laughs> you're, you're, does that make sense to y'all? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so like I say, it's kind of crazy, man, you know. But, but let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something I've learned about this, right? I'm going to share something with you that I've learned about this, man. Man is the most underrepresented and most misrepresented and exploited culture of all because they portray certain images of us, right? Right. But watch this. If the statistic is only 5% of all gang members are active, so 95% of them is on some other shit. You understand what I mean? There's only 5% of all gang members that are actually active. But at the same time, when you get down to the numbers at all, when you take into consideration, how this works and how it is, right? You, when, the, 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 movie, the movie industry, the music industry, they exploit this shit. See, it's a bunch of old white men sitting up somewhere behind the scenes and they pushing out, just like they push out the word nigga, they push out the gang culture. You see right. what I'm saying? And, and the thing is, they want it in their own eyes, the way they speak. They don't want it. You couldn't, you could, let's just say, for instance, if I'm a blood and I'm in the, I'm in the movie industry or the music industry, and I, t- I come up with a project, so I want to do some real cool, positive shit about how life is right now, what I'm doing, and what I do with the homies, right? They, they, I couldn't get no support on no shit like that, simply because of the fact that it's not the image that they want. It's the same way if somebody make a record, and if they don't say the word nigga in the record, they get no play. You understand what I mean? Right. So, no, you know, I, I was going to say, it's, it's a lot of exploitation so going let, on. Let here. me ask you a question, though. Like, like with all that being said, like, a lot of times, you know, we can see the problem, but uh, do we, do you, like, have, like, some sort of solution? Like, what, like moving forward, what can we do to, to kind of even counteract this in the future, coming back into our, you know, into our, um, like, our kids and, and loved ones moving forward, you know, the younger generation? My perspective of things is this here, man. I see situations. Well, I was a gang intervention worker, man, for three years, man. I worked for the Los Angeles Mayor's Office of Gang Reduction and Youth Development, man. I worked for the uh, what we call the grid in LA, right? And um, in reality, man, you know what I mean? We, the way we get it, man, we can basically assess the situation, each individual, find out what they need. Because the typical person, when they come out the house and they come out with their issues and they want to get out in gang bang and do crazy shit, it ain't because of what's going on in the hood. It's the shit started home. 
if I'm a 25 year old man and I'm laying on my mama's couch and my mama on my ass every day telling me go get a job, motherfucker, you laying around and eating up all the food, you ain't doing shit, then that means I'm gonna go out here and get with the homies. We gonna rob some shit or something. You understand what I mean? The, the way we work was that basically we were the set issues. Then at the same time, we bridge bridge gaps and create relationships with other communities. You know what I mean? We actually have people that people that are, uh, I want to say representative, but I'll say reputable homies. Some of us, you know, we created relationships with other communities, including the communities, to the point where if there's a problem, we got phone numbers. Now we can resolve some of this before it blows up because of the fact that to start with, before there's an, there's an explosion, somebody like like the fuse of the dynamite. So if we had to pump out the fuse and put that shit out right there. Then that stops this from being a big old explosion and causing a domino effect and causing so many people to be hurt. Now, the situation on the blood side of this here, the way I look at it, is that we need to be building bridges. The East and the West needs to be building bridges. The bloods from LA, I mean, don't get me wrong, I ain't gonna say everybody because I'm like, this is from everybody, right? There's a lot of counterfeit movement. People are stealing the ideology. I mean, I ideology because if it was ideology, it would be all right. But people are stealing the identity. People are counterfeiting. They're on, they're on, they, get on the, they get on Facebook and they start they instant Facebook instant messaging motherfuckers. Hey homie, uh, you, know, be <laughs> you know he's talking about your little niggas. You create the sticky divide. You understand what I mean? And I yeah. say that because of the fact that the way that that's creating a divide is simply because of the fact that, okay, let us say like this here. You're creating a divide because now, okay, let us say like the big homie coming in. You got one intention and things moving in one direction, right? And the, you call them up as now. This is the thing. When I went to New York, it was like this. In New York, seeing how things work, I come to the realization that nobody in L.A. understands what's going on in New York because it's a different politics. Right. You understand what I mean? There's somewhat of a structure there, but the structure itself needs to be reconfigured so that it can work in the right direction because they actually got a beautiful movement there, right? Where in LA, we have a natural, a natural structure of things and the way that things work. You can't go to New York and reconfigure everything and say, no, y'all gonna do it like we do it because they've been doing it the way they do it too long. The For common sure. denominator is <laughs> the fact that we're all blood. But at the same time, while then that, that means that, let it feel like, like, like I said before, that those out there that claim a West Coast set, right? They need to be tapped in with the dudes out here that gave them that, right? We can you connect those all you connect all those pieces. Then you do the same thing with the East Side set. All the reputable dudes out there. Now we can come together and we can start creating a social situation. Because socially we all have to come in a way a term of understanding to get to know who we're dealing with. Because now if there's an issue, I know who to talk to. You understand what I mean? But but before you start having crazy meetings and all this other shit and trying to organize, people got to sit down together, break bread, come in terms of understanding who we who. Because the way we deal with each other behind the scenes tripping down to the front line, and that's how they deal with each other. Yeah, we hey, ask them hey, to watch hey, that's hey, not to cut you off. Not to cut you off, man, but I'm scared of that word organization or organized. That shit hold like 50 years. I don't, I don't want to be cool. I don't want to be structured with half of them punk ass niggas. I'm straight. Mm. These niggas is six nine bloods, man. Some niggas is six nine bloods. And some niggas is real gangsters. But but, but I don't got no time for that. Wait, wait. The one thing I just said a second ago, you got people that are counterfeiting the movement. 
You're right. You're right. And I, I'm, I'm, I, that's why I said that those that are officially, you understand what I mean? If you if you official and you claiming the LA set, okay, cool. You got you got a representative from there. You got a representative out here. If you official on the yeah. New York side, right? You got a representative on that end. Now you can come to terms of the communication and relation because the one thing about it all, everybody they they hype this bullshit up about it being issues in east and west. How the fuck can we have issues three thousand miles away from each other? I exactly. You know, New York people don't see LA motherfuckers. LA motherfuckers don't see New York people. You understand what I mean? Hey, 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 hey. And let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. That shit Nino was saying. The New York UBN don't got nothing to do with with that LA UBN shit. It don't got nothing to do with that. Well, that ain't that's not that. I'm tired of niggas acting like it's the same shit. It ain't the same shit. New York niggas got that ain't, nothing, that ain't nothing in the streets out here. You ain't in the street out here. That's the difference out here. It's not in our streets. It ain't on sets. You understand what I mean? Exactly. Those are individuals. Those, out here, those are individuals. But the thing I'm saying is that the blood themselves, right, among them, you get with the right motherfuckers on me. Motherfuckers be at the head of a beautiful movement because of the fact that you objective, first and foremost, you got to get away from the gang mentality. You got to stop considering ourselves to be gang. Because what we're we fucking up with, the ideology goes into the word. We don't have an organization that this is a word that was given to us by law enforcement and the media. Because if you think about history back, and if you go back to the initial times of this, when the Black Panther Party was around, nobody wanted to do it. You understand what I mean? And a part of it is what they was doing. At the same time, when we look at this and we consider it for what it is, you know, you understand what I mean? The ideology of this year has to be somewhat elevated to a higher science because everybody's trying to repeat the mistake that was made in Los Angeles in the past. Motherfuckers don't understand the hardship. Motherfuckers don't understand how many people have been died and prison. Motherfuckers don't understand how many kids and they motherfucking kids ain't got their daddies and their mamas because of the bullshit out here, right? Right. Somewhere through here, they got to be a motherfucker to direction. To get my point on, we got some smart motherfuckers in the world, and we need to be working on creating a motherfucking major movement where we create corporations. We worldwide, we should have a motherfucking Apple or a motherfucking Microsoft or Amazon or something. We got enough motherfuckers among us, and I'm pretty sure we got some intelligent motherfuckers among us. You feel what I'm saying? Can I say something real quick? Go ahead. Yeah, like, um, part of the reason, you know what I'm saying, I got on here, like, because, you know, like, in the early 2000s, you know, they were saying, yo, we couldn't rep West Coast sets over here for, for whatever reason, so, like, if, if niggas get into it on this internet shit or whatever, and it start a, a, a West Coast, East Coast war, like, you know, when we was banging and shit, we was banging with ourselves over here on the East Coast, like, niggas from the West Coast ain't come over here. And, and bang with us. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and we banging on our own coast for a whole nother coast. You feel what I'm saying? So right. what I'm saying is like, this shit is, is serious to me because if niggas can go back and forth and shit on the internet, but when this shit spill out into the streets, niggas is on the front line with this shit. You feel what I'm saying? I read, you know what I'm saying? I've been reaching out one love, one blood to everybody, you know, everybody who be doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, before the shit happened, because after something happened, niggas want to go on some kumbaya shit. You feel what I'm saying? 
Like, I'm not with all that shit. Like, after something happened, that's it. You feel what I'm saying? It's all about preventing shit. This shit is real serious. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of people think this shit is a game. It's all about views and all that. Niggas trying to come up. It's all love and all that. You know what I'm saying? But niggas got platforms. Niggas can reach out to each other. Niggas can, niggas can work with each other, bro. Like, we don't need to... We don't need to do this shit, especially in front of the world. You feel what I'm saying? If niggas have issues, niggas can holler at each other behind the scenes. And you know, that's all I got to say, bro. Yeah, that's, that's real understandable. Could y'all hear me? Yeah. I'm saying niggas need to start. That's real understandable, you know? But you know, you, you know who win out of everything we doing... And that's been going on for centuries. You know, now no racist shit, but them white folks is winning, you know? Because one thing about being a real gang banger, it's only two outcomes. That's either jail or you AMs and PMs. Guaranteed if you're really true about it. Because when you're true about it, that's all you do is get out there and put your life on the line. To, to to get that rep or or respect, and the cold part about it is, especially on the West Coast, the shit we trying to get respect for, we don't even own the land, we don't own the project. You feeling me? Right. They got something set up now in our project. If 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 one of my little brothers get caught with a gun or some dope, they put my mama out the house. You, you understanding what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. The so yeah, the, they didn't have the, the problem, the, the, what we got to do is figure out the way to replace this because there's something missing. And we always think it's money and shit. Yeah, money is a big part of it. But motherfuckers got to, um, motherfuckers got to start using their brains. It, it's time to start making your brain work, period. Because right now, we, we really on some ignorant shit. And, and that ignorant shit got us losing. Real Especially, tough. just imagine, I'm, you know, I'm in all kind of states, man. I got all kind of businesses, positive shit, home health care, uh, 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 foundations, Project Baby Records, music, TV shows, uh, movies. But just imagine... When I was on the corner at 13, 14, I'm in my 40s now. Do you know how sad that looked when a motherfucker rolled past and see me standing on the same damn corner at 40-something years old? Hmm. And that looks terrible. That's fucking frightening to me. You, you understanding what I'm saying? So we got to learn how to own shit, man. We got to learn how to get dirty. We got to get dirty so a motherfucker can shine, you know? And, yeah. and, and to do that, a motherfucker got to put his ego to the side. A motherfucker got to humble himself. And a motherfucker got to do some shit that ain't building his body, but building that brain muscle and figuring yeah, so. that shit out. Because that's the first step. I don't give a fuck what kind of round table we get. Uh, who we get, if a motherfucker ain't working that brain muscle, we ain't gonna get nowhere. You feeling me? Yeah. And, and that's how I feel about it. 
let me ask you a question like while you're right there um like so when it comes to like a round table or you know since sitting down like you said earlier um matt matt uh rundle just said pretty much how you know it ain't really too many relationships when it comes to west coast and east coast because it's really three thousand miles away and um and some individuals might trust the individuals and take their word as you know them the people that they need to be talking to and it might not be that situation so like uh again are you saying that you know uh guys like yourself you gotta sit down i know what you're saying you gotta sit down with somebody who got something to lose a motherfucker who ain't got nothing to lose can't negotiate you got to sit down with a motherfucker who got house notes jobs kids uh responsibility you know, a motherfucker ain't just waking up smoking a blunt talking about what bitch he fuck. I'm about real businessmen. Right. That's who you got to sit down with. Because if you're sitting down with somebody who got something to lose, he going to put nothing but negative in, uh, positive energy into it so everybody can win. You see, that's that's the thing about a boss. Uh, a, a boss makes sure everybody around him is winning. Eat. Winning, because if you look at it, you know the boss supposed to really eat last. Because how you gonna have a soldiers and and troops and, and businessmen who hungry out there trying to make moves? If they hungry, they brain ain't working right. But if a motherfucker full and satisfied, he can get out there and make it happen to make sure the person who making it pop is okay. See, that's the, it's a lot to it, man. But the main thing is we got to use that brain muscle instead of this trigger finger and that mouthpiece. Motherfucker got to use that brain at all times. You know? So that's what I feel about a youngin. That motherfucker got to sit down with somebody who got something to lose. You know that you made a lot of sense because I know? tell everybody right now that can y'all hear me yeah i said he know yeah. he, make, he make a lot of sense because i tell people always if you don't own the real estate yeah. you ain't got no hood if you don't own the property you ain't got the no. hood see it's a war and i always tell people the war is economical the war ain't racial the war is classism and the thing about that is like right now in la is a lot of gentrification going on right and the gentrification is pushing out the, the lower class. So gentrification don't victimize the, the landowners. Gentrification only victimizes the tenants. So that means if you don't own nothing, then you're a victim of the gentrification that's taking place. And there's two places in the world that we should own. We should own where we work and we should own where we live. You know what I'm saying? We should be, and, 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 and this is one of the things like me, we're talking about things on a level of like us coming together and, you know, creating, being creative. I'm also thinking, I'm talking about things like coming together, being creative on a level of learning who is who. Because we got smart dudes among us. You understand what I mean? You got some dudes that got talent that they play that, they play it down because they got to be in a, they got to be in a group around a bunch of other dudes where it ain't cool to be smart. You got guys around you where you might have dudes that, that got the sense to understand economics and be able to break down this shit and write us up a motherfucking plan to the point to where we might be able to start a major corporation and, and then on top of that deck, buy stock and go public. And you understand what I mean? Just put it together and make something out of something. But 
it's cool to dumb it down. See, the thing about it is that, and once again, I always got to say this, as black people, man, we celebrate a motherfucker coming out of maximum security prison, but we will ignore a motherfucker coming out of a motherfucking historical black college or university. We will ignore a motherfucker coming out of USC to where we need everybody because of the fact that my view of the world is that we do need a reconfiguration of this because the way we live in See, people still living by the old script that somewhere through here it has to be rewritten because the shit just ain't working. We got people just dying like a motherfucker everywhere on our old bullshit. You got people, that, we got communities being divided by, by the shit that we fought over that now we friends, but these motherfuckers calling themselves Bloods and Crips and now they taking our people. You know what I'm saying? Creating their own levels of politics. You understand what I'm saying? To the point to where we have a sense of responsibility because if we all got, we all one thing, then if we at least we should at least have an understanding of we should be able to live one way. You understand what I mean? Or at least create another tier of this to the extent to where we can have some kind of creativity and investment in this shit here. Right. Real it, talk. That. See, the problem, the, the, the problem with us is white folks, businessmen, white folks, they don't make two, see, black folks, we make two, three-year plans. Them white folks, they make a hundred-year plan. Right. You know how dedicated you got to be to stick to script for a right. hundred years, for 50 years? That's yeah. how they make their plans. They don't make no, no week plan, no two-year plan. They make, okay, in 30 years, we gonna have, man, I, I, I didn't been to, like, Eight or nine different states, right? East St. Louis, Mississippi, uh, Oklahoma, uh, 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 all in the Midwest, Duluth. Everywhere I went, man, I seen the city where black folks used to thrive at shut down. When I say shut down, I mean like look like a ghost town. And all of that, all these places used to thrive. About 50, 50. But the white folks' plan is, okay, they winning right now. We're going to set this plan. Okay, we free the slaves, but we're going to have their ass right back in change in a few hundred years. And guess what? They did it. So what I'm saying is we got to make long-term plans with high goals right. and chip them down. Chip them down. Don't nothing happen overnight. We used to shit happening real fast. Anything worth having, it takes time. You know, you, you got to build it on a solid foundation and then with sturdy material. You know, so, you you know, I, I, I think we got to restructure our minds, man. Right. Once we do that, shit, we can have the world, honestly. Right. Keep it 100. Right, right, right. That makes sense. They're building systems. Like how you're saying the long-term plan, it becomes a system. It's like how racism became yeah. a system. But we're looking at racism now. It ain't individual racism. It's systemic racism. Like, I'm going to give you an example. I was confused about systemic racism. Black people are somewhere in the area close to about maybe, what is it, 10 to 12% of the United States. But at the same time, we're 50% of the prison population. You, you, so there's the system of racism because after slavery, you know, they built prisons. At the same time, we look in Los Angeles, black people somewhere around 11 percent. 
but we 50 percent of the homeless population See right. what I'm there's systemic racism built right into the housing system here you understand what i mean i mean in the way it is is that that's true what you're saying we don't have these systems in place we ourselves first and foremost it's the thing that now, now i ain't gonna lie to you that 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 the, the divide and conquer that, that that's a great tactic that worked on that works on us so much that they divide us by anything that we do. If it's red, it's blue. If it's if it's uh Christian, it's Muslim, it's uh Jewish, it's whatever. At the same time, it can be a motherfucking union. I'm a member of uh, of the carpenters union, and you're a member of the electricians union. Whatever we do, it will set us against each other. You understand what I'm saying? And the thing about it is that first we gotta get learn some cohesiveness and how to come together properly because of the fact that that's our problem. People are easy to play us against each other because they can wave a few trinkets in front of us and all of a sudden we think it's not about us, it's about the it's not the eye of it, it's the it's the it's the it's not the us of it, it's the eye of it. In other words, and I ain't worried about the, everybody else, but I got mine, and that's not the way it should be. Right. Well, right. Go ahead, go ahead. And that's how everybody think nowadays. And that's how everybody think nowadays. You're right. Yeah, what were you going to say? You know why I named my company Project Babies? People think I named it Project Babies because of the project. But I named it that because we are a project, the black race. Anybody right. of color. We, right. We're systematically made into projects. So right. project babies, something like a test tube baby, right. which is the strongest. You feeling me? Right. So I feel all of us, the reason why it's project babies, because it's unifying everybody who comes from a struggle and want to get out the struggle. Right. You feeling me? Right. And that's the reason for the name, you know? Right. Right. Well, that's what I got to say. It's funny to me, see, you can identify with the struggle. Like, I can identify the struggle. The funny thing is I trip off, like, once again, I trip off the dudes that made it out of the struggle, and they're trying to climb back in the hole we we climbing out of. You understand what I mean? Right. Crazy. That's I mean, part. but this is my thing with those guys. If you somebody that you done made it, you got a little money, and you got a name, some, make a contribution to the community. You, you're a greater asset to us. If you can make a contribution to the community and come and bring something where we ourselves can flourish from, or at least something that the kids can flourish from, rather than to come try to stand on the corner with us and drink and drink a forty ounce, you understand what I mean? That's why. That, that's why. That's why I said when you're a boss, you got to make sure everybody around you rich, right? Because when you're the only one, when you're the only one way up there, you get fucking lost. Right. So what happens is you find your way right back to the slums. Right. And then when you go to the slums, your mind get manipulated because everybody in the slums so broke that we treat you like a god. Right. And and, and it'd be a reverse sight. You know, you like, oh man, this is the cool shit. This right. is what I'm supposed to do. So we got to break that selfishness that you was talking about, black.
It's the person that's helping themselves, man. Person with an idea that's bigger than them and bigger than where they came from. Those are the people you got to help. Right, right, right. Because there has to be some education also because we got to learn about investment. And people got to learn about real value and real property other than buying perishable things and shit that loses value and depreciates when you, when you drive it off the lot. People have to have an understanding. And in our culture, as a culture, I always say this, we are the biggest consumers, but we spend billions of dollars on a yearly basis. We have the ability to be able to build corporations. We got the ability to be able to buy land. We got the ability to be able to come together and create great conglomerates and actually put something into the community that we never had before. But we are so distracted because of the fact that once again, you're watching television, that when the new when the new Jordan come out, everybody gonna run and go get that. When when Cadillac make, a new, make something new, they, everybody wanna go get that. But at the same time, motherfuckers is on section eight living like that. They, they have no realization, they don't have any equity. So you understand what I mean? Right. And that makes a great difference right there. Because the fact that if you don't have any equity, then you don't have anything of value because that means that for all that you invest, you're not getting nothing back and it's not increasing in value as you invest in it. So you know what I mean? This, and it's really interesting because of the fact that this is all, this whole concept I look at, that's how I look at, I look at like the homies. I look at like the homeboys, like, like on the blood thing. If we were able to put our heads together, come up with a political, economical, and a social plan to be able to come together and create things to where economically we're creating an infrastructure based upon money and revenue and empower the community that way. On the other side, socially, if we can come together and just learn how to deal with each other and how to work out a lot of the bullshit that everybody capitalizes on and exploits, and then at the same time, politically, if we ourselves were able to just align and be able to do so walk in the same motherfucking direction without anybody turning around and say, okay, this is our objective, is right in front of us. We'd be a lot greater. You understand what I mean? And it's, Absolutely. It's, it's crazy because of the fact that nobody wants to be that way. Nobody can see the world that way. But it's a bigger world. We live in a world full of innovation and creation. And every every idea, every everything created, every creation, every system was an idea. People don't realize the power of their mind because just because we blood, and I always say this here, that don't mean criminals, that don't mean terrorists. And I point that out to people on a regular basis because of the fact that, like, it becomes our culture. The only thing we are is we're just the environment and the conditions that environment shape our lives. But then we can open our beyond this, but we are not old enough space now. We live somewhere else, so now we got to look up to this is the problem. And I'm going to tell you what the problem was. The problem was that, and I and this is something I was talking a bunch of adolescents created this whole situation. This situation was created by a bunch of adolescents, right? And all these guys were young. They were young. They were teenagers when they were created, right? But this is the thing about all of that right there, right? Nobody has... I heard somebody music too. But this is the thing about that. Nobody had an end game. Nobody had a plan for a 50-year-old man as a blood. Nobody had a plan for a motherfucker when he turned 
40 years old and he was blessed. Nobody had a plan but to go to the next level. If somebody would have just implemented something here for us to where they say, well, okay, at a certain point, you gonna get out. You're taking you off of the off of the bottom level, up the bottom tier. It's good, boy. With all this bullshit. It's good. Get okay. Take you. We gonna put you in a whole nother space. Up in a college. Good, or we gonna <laughs> give you a, a business, some business school, and a vocation. Right now, we'd be having every all the big homies right now would be owning shit, millions of dollars worth of shit because they would have the information to apply. It goes back to what you said about how we think. But if we don't have anybody that's teaching this, or if that's not, it go okay. Here you go. That plan you spoke of, that's that that system you spoke of, right? If that system yeah. was implemented and everybody was following that, that means that somewhere through here, like a homie would turn like thirty something years old or so, and he then done his shit on the bottom side, done time, whatever, then had it here, right? Now suddenly we flipping the script on a motherfucker. We sending his ass to. Community college. We working him up in the USC somewhere. Now we working his ass up in the corporate America somewhere. Now he's a stockbroker or something. You understand what I mean? What happens now, Sunday, when we infiltrate mainstream America? See, because in reality, it's going on right now. It just the happens. Blueprint. We yeah. See them like that. But it's what not- about politics? Politics is that something the they should stay away from? Y'all need, y'all need to go read that book, the Blueprint. No. We, we gotta fuck with politics. That's the main thing. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Socially, economically, and politically. You understand what I mean? Because those are three aspects of this here that we have to balance. But at the same time, we have to have a security here to where, okay, a homie come out, let's just say, if you look at a homie, a homie been on, been on my baby, he's 27 years old, he don't know how to handle things. What they don't learn about this life is very important. Because people have to have what they need to do to get their own life and their families to live. Because you got motherfuckers who got kids that don't even go out into poverty. Just because they made it, don't make the poverty. You understand what I'm saying? And the thing about that is that there has to be education. Man, we got to be educated like a motherfucker in teaching because the old script, it just ain't working. Now we got other bloods just picking up our script, picking up the script. They going through things, we going through. And I look at, I look at, I see these things coming before they happen now. So it's a whole lot of thing that can't so much that we look at it now and we figure out, well, what can we do to make it make a difference? Like I said, we can't. I'm going to keep it like this. I am so deep in this. You got so much investment in it. I can't just cut my rocks and call it a day. But at the same time, within the culture itself, I can see making the differences because of the fact that it takes the right voices to make those differences. And that's what's important. It takes those voices to make those differences. And the thing is leading by example because they see what we're doing. Like, I, I own my own carpet cleaning service, and I always tell homies about working. You understand what I mean? I own my own, I own a carpet cleaning service. I always tell my fuckers about how simple it is to go get a DEA, spend a cup, spend, save a little money, go buy some equipment, get some training, go to one of these schools like A. Freeman Occupational Center or Maxine Waters or something, get some training under your belt. Now all you got to do, once you finish with all that, all you got to do is just go out there and start advertising or subcontract or figure out what you need to do to get out there. And you, you're your own boss. And a lot of people don't realize that that don't take too much of nothing. You see what I'm saying? It's not complicated. It's not hard. It just takes an investment of time. 
You understand what I mean? And these are the things, some of the things that has to be implemented because we got too many people trapped in the dope game. And I say trapped because I, I was one of them dudes for, for decades that was, I get out of prison, first thing I'm looking at is I'm gonna give me a sack of dope. I'm gonna go back out here on the block. I'm gonna get my money. But I also know that this, that this chapter also ends in the back of a police car. I'm a great, and I have a great realization of that, and I was never in denial of that. So you know what I'm saying? It makes a difference now because we are capable of understanding, and we ourselves possess the information. The information is vital now because of the fact that having that information, that that's these are plans that should be implemented all over the country. Simply because of the fact that we got to be right. working on something greater than prison. You know what I mean? Shit, if, if we 50% of the prison system, how many of the, how much of the prison system is gang members? You know what I'm saying? How many? If 50% of the of the United States prison system is black, how many of those prison members, how many of those prison inmates are blood, crips, uh, peoples, folks, and whatever other black gang? You see what I mean? We have a... We have a great population like this, and the problem is everybody's so lost. It's just, it's easy to step out, but it's easier to slip back in. Right. I say that. You yeah. Right. I thought you were gonna say something. I thought you were gonna say something. Yeah, I wanted to say like when it comes down to because I heard you talking about uh, more so creating a job, and a lot of times people have trouble like they they had uh, bad circumstances maybe growing up. And now they're trying to restart their life. And rather than um, going out looking for a job all the time, like I think that people need to tell more of the importance on how you can create your job. Let me tell you something. I'm going to keep it 100 with you, man. I've been to prison five times. First time I went to prison was 1987. The last time I got out of prison was 2008. I believed that for a long time. But the number one obstacle between me and a job has always been myself because I let people get in my head with their bullshit, telling me I'm a convict, ain't nobody gonna hire me, I can't do nothing, right? right. I, came to a, I came to a greater realization because I, you wanna know something? Them little bullshit jobs ain't gonna hire you. But if you yourself got a, got a prison record, man, you can go to, you can join a motherfucking union to be a carpenter, an electrician, somebody, I'm talking about on a good paying job. They don't care about your record or nothing. They don't care when you got out. They just care about if you can fulfill the obligations and they will teach you. There's an apprenticeship. I was actually in the uh, Carpenters Union out here in Los Angeles, local 1506. And they didn't give a fuck about my prison record or nothing. But I, and I'm going to tell you what made me think, right? In uh, 2000, I was in a prison out in California called Susanville. And what happened was that they put me in school out here, right? If you, if you go to school, you get half time out here to go to school, right? That's if you're in the bottom of the Now, I went to school and I got half time. But when, what they did, they stuck me in vocational janitorial. I didn't even like this shit. I didn't even want to do this shit. I didn't want to be no motherfucking janitor. I said, fuck this shit. I ain't doing this shit. But the teacher pulled me to the side. And the teacher told me, he said, look, man, you can get something out of this. You ain't got to take everything. Just take something, right? And the teacher started schooling me on carpet cleaning. And he told me the hardest part about carpet cleaning is owning the equipment, man. And when I got out of prison, that stuck to me because I, I learned that's the part I learned. And when I got out of prison, that shit stuck to me, man. And I was working little bullshit jobs and shit. And I was, I was driving truck for the LA Times, but I was saving my bread, man. And I started buying equipment. 
and I started buying equipment. And I, then I found a motherfucker that if I if I purchased used equipment, I found somebody that could repair and put new motors and everything. So even though I get it, I, I buy the equipment cheap and just pay for the whole repairs or had a whole thing overhaul and put a brand new motor in or whatever, right? But this is the key to that. From that little bit of information, what I got out of that was I myself personally now I got my own service. Man. You know what I mean? I subcontract and I work for myself. So through that and by that, I took the information that I had and I made I utilized that information to my best benefit. But everybody has to have an understanding. You got to be open for it first because this is the problem when you get out of it. When you say, well, I, I've been through these circumstances. Man, let me tell you, homie, I have been from the set. I've been from my set, from my neighborhood. I've been from Rolling 20s since 1976. I ain't, I'm one of them motherfuckers who been shot, stabbed, beat, all the circumstances that go with this. They've been to so many funerals. It's fucking ridiculous, right? At the same time, it's the same story as everybody else. But this is the thing about that story. I ain't going to let my past dictate my future. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to let the present day right now dictate the future for me. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take it from right here where I'm at and figure out what I want to do and then I'm going to create. You see what I mean? And at the same time, I've learned. If you can talk to people, man. And people ain't going to be ready until it's their time. You see what I mean? A homie, a people can tell you, you know, everybody got a sad story, homie. Everybody got a circumstance. Everybody got, everybody got a death in the family. Everybody been in jail. Everybody got, everybody got people that's on drugs. All this shit is common. But the key objective is that's not what defines you. You yourself personally got to take the initiative. See, my saying is the best way to get on your feet is get off your ass. You understand what I'm saying? And the thing about that is that you got to take it upon yourself to be your own motherfucking boss. You got to be the star of your movie, man. And you got to get up every motherfucking day and you got to create a thing. So you can't sit around and lay around and wait for life to happen. You, gotta, you know what? I didn't have a job, right? And somebody gave me the greatest information in the world, man, that really motivated me. A dude told me, he said, I didn't have a job, man. I was every day looking for a job, and I was getting tired. And the dude told me, he said, you know, it's a job looking for a job. I said, damn, I said, I really do have a job. I'm out here searching the system. You know what I'm saying? But the bigger picture is, it's the motivation in the person, because we can make a million excuses. I can make a million excuses for why I ain't. Shit, but I would rather be the person to come up with the reason for why I am. You know what I mean? The 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 the, the, uh, the the landlord, you don't want to hear that shit about, you know, I got bad circumstances. Shit, the kids need food on the table. They don't want to hear that shit about bad circumstances. And ain't no way in the world that we get bad circumstances taking place is going to last forever. We only in our bad circumstances for right now. Today don't dictate the future. So that means that we ourselves got to be willing to do what it takes today in order to make tomorrow better. Because this is the this is the one thing about all of this. You got to be doing something good for something better to happen. Yeah, no, nah, no doubt. How you feel about that, uh, Gunner? Like, uh, when it comes to like a female perspective, like, you got any? Like, what? what like, how do you feel about that? I, I, I was, um, because I had got out for a minute. So what? What was the question? Like, like different obstacles, like he, he's basically just broke down like a lot of different obstacles that goes through with the males. Uh, 
you know, um, typical stuff, you know, when you're incarcerated and you come home and then you can't get a job? Is it the same thing going on? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, I, w- I would think me personally, personally, not me because, like, you know what I'm saying, by the great God, I just never, you know what I'm saying, got incarcerated. And I got home for that and did years then got out, they got kids, they can't get jobs, you know, like, it affects them in a lot of ways, just like guys, too, so, I mean, I feel like it's the same thing, because, like, I know a lot of bitches that's killers, too, like niggas, I know mm-hmm. bitches jail for murder, you know, like, it, it, so I feel like it's the same thing, you know what I'm saying, bitches got out here, too, you know, I mean, a bullet don't got the same, so, when it comes to that, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say all the way equal because some females have a way of, you know what I'm saying? Just because we females, we have a, a way of, um, you know what I'm saying, tending to get better, better positions just because we are women. You know what I'm saying? So that might be a little difference right there. So, but as far as that, it's a lot of women that I know that's locked up doing time right now. Felons can't get jobs. They got strikes, so they go through the same thing that guys go through. Mm-hmm. Do you do you encourage them to like, uh, Mad Ronald and Buster Ho is pretty much saying like, uh, you know, encourage them to open up businesses. But uh, do you do you do the same? Encourage. Yeah. Um, if, if if you boy, I, I that fully because who, who want to work for somebody? Don't nobody want to work for nobody. I mean, I ain't going to work to work for the white man. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm constantly thinking away, like, damn, how can I make my two million? You feel me? Like, I don't want to work for nobody either. So I feel like for every black person out here that's that's doing something as far as entrepreneurs, like, big up to y'all, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Because out here right now, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of people... You're going out a little bit. Like, you know, one ways to get money. Like, a nigga can't say, oh, I don't know how to go get a dollar. Like, that. that's a lot. Like, so, I mean, if you ain't got it in you, I mean, I don't know what to say. You just on some bum We need, shit. We need more but entrepreneurs. We need I, more was, everything, man. We need motherfuckers to go hit the polls, too, man. For real. We need yeah. motherfuckers to start running for something, man. So they could be heard, man. We need some motherfuckers to be congressmen, man. We need motherfuckers in there, man. Straight up. No facts. But see, it's hard. It's hard for hard to do that when a lot of it's a lot of intelligent black people out here too but it's hard to do that when they got strikes and, yeah. and things like that it make it hard for niggas yeah that's yourself, a fact you know? so you gotta start your own business and get it as coming into some politics type shit when you when you black and you could and you smart as fuck the white man intimidated by that shit you know what i'm saying so they gonna try to find every to not let your ass up in there you feel me you just gotta be strong enough to push your way through that fucking door that's why motherfuckers got to push their homies to do do good shit, do positive shit. Don't push your homies to be no felons, man. Straight yeah, up. Shit. Niggas talking about that. Oh, I love my homie. But, man, you sending them on a doja mission, nigga, to go get locked up, stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck out of mm-hmm. here. That, that's, that right there is a no-go, man. 
Straight up. You love your homie, you're going to keep your homie out of the pen. You're going to keep your homie out here doing something positive, my nigga. Straight up. So he don't got no three strikes. Facts. That's right. <laughs> Real like, talk. Like, as a whole, we need to just stick together. For real. For, for black men, you know what I'm saying? It, it's sad when you see your brothers getting killed out here by the police that the police can't get charged. Mm-hmm. It's like, 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 we gotta come together. Like, like, but we fighting each other, we shooting each other. Nigga, nigga got more money than the next nigga, or he ain't got no money or something. There's always hate and there's always jealousy. Right. All the time. It's been like that since the, since since Jesus days, homie. Niggas always gonna be out there trying to stab you in the back. It's real, scary. It's sad because it, it, especially like I got two sons. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, I'm pretty sure y'all all got kids and shit. But I got tons sons growing up black in LA. Like I'm scared for them. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you do think like that's it? That's like I like if we ask you that. You know what I'm saying? You know in the obstacles, right? Do you do think that it's like some sort of difference? Like when it's when it's played when the black man. I feel like the shit that gonna affect our children. Yeah, because I always wanted to know, like it. If a lot of females think like um, it is a lot of pressure when it comes to the black male versus the black female, I'm just curious on your uh, thoughts on that. Yeah, a lot of pressure on the black male. I gotta like, you know what I'm saying? like I got the world weight, weight of the world in y'all show. You know what I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying? And as a black woman, we expect a lot from y'all. You know what I'm saying? We right. expect y'all to hold it down. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's a lot of pressure up on y'all as far as being a black American. Yeah, it is. That's you. you wanna add something to it, uh Busso? You know, on on female uh uh topic, this is how I feel about our black female. Mm-hmm. A black female is gonna be what a man is. Right. They Facts. emulate what we do. So if we go hard and be the provider and nurture and be the king we supposed to be, they'll be the queen that they supposed to be. But the fucked up part is we didn't drop the ball. So once we drop the ball, they pick up. And you got females going harder than men on all levels. Business-wise, uh, uh, family-wise, shit, now street-wise. Uh, because the men has forgot how to be, uh, how to have dominion. Y'all know what dominion means? No. God gave us, God gave man dominion over everything. That means he gave us the power over everything. But we didn't gave it away. (laughs) So that's, that's why it's so hard right now. For, for to me, the black female to make it because the man that gave away the power. You know, a man want to get his money from his woman. He he wants the woman to, to, to make cook his uh, cook his food, wash the baby. Uh, uh, she do everything, and the man sit up and play video games, smoke <laughs> all day. You you 
gave away your crown. You feel me? You didn't gave away your so that's another element that we got to work on. We got to outwork our women. I'm doing something else. I'm doing something else. That's what I feel on that. Yo. Yeah, no. Nah, uh, I understand what you're saying. I'm about to step down. I got somebody just came in. Janae, 112. Uh, how you feel about this situation? I ain't going to be able to, um, you ain't going to be able to hear me when I pull you up for a few seconds. What happened? There's too many people. Oh. I don't know what y'all talking about. First of all, what y'all talking about? Uh, what's bracket? What's bracket? I don't know what y'all talking about. We gotta we talking about like the um uh, like when it comes down to the um the female versus the uh male like is it any you know when it, if it is, if it's any differences when it comes to like the way you got to handle your stuff out there in the street bitch. huh cause I'm doing something you playing with me bitch you about to make me mad bitch bye what you say now sorry y'all are we up are the uh black males versus the black females are they up against um a little bit more do you have any thoughts on that are they up against a little bit more? A little bit more, like meaning that, um, when it comes down to the to the black man, like the different obstacles that a black man will have versus a black female living in America. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, do you got any uh, thoughts on that? Like, if it if it is any differences, you think that they similar, share the same, or the exact? No, it's, it's it's different because it's it's a man. Like women and men are different. We're not equal. I mean, it's it's different. It's, it's totally different. It's harder on the men when they out here game banging and doing shit. But with the girls, it's it's a little bit more easier on us because we gotta fight the females. But some girls they fight niggas like me. Sorry, <laughs> you got to knock me out because I'm not baby. When I tell you I will fight a man, I don't give a fuck. Bitch, I will shoot you. I, whatever I got to do, but bitch, I will fight you straight up. I'm not taking no for no answer. You're not for the punk me. You're not for the mark me out. If I'm in the right and you in the wrong, we're going to squabble straight up. I don't give a fuck. It is what it is. Not like that. I'm not saying like, oh, but I fought, I've had more fights with men than I've had with women. So I got you. Niggas, you know, it's just different for, for the men. It's harder and it's easier for the girls. I seen you on the podcast earlier uh, a few days ago, and uh, we was talking about a little bit before you came here, but I, maybe I can get your opinion on it. Uh, when it came to, you know, people contacting big homies on Facebook, you know, via social media, is that a, a good route to go or is it necessary today? No, it's not a good route to go because you hitting up motherfuckers that's not really... OG and and shot callers is just what they is what they is. If you if you gonna make some calls, make some real calls. Don't make no calls to no YGs that don't really know what's going on. And y'all and y'all sitting up here brainwashing the young YGs that they don't know what's going on in the world. They really don't know. And y'all sitting up here watching the, the young niggas telling them lies to make it feel like you really official when you fucking not. Stop lying. Straight up. Don't lie. Tell the truth. You got put on through the internet. 
and it is what it is. You got put on through the internet, and you're not official. You ain't official if you didn't fight, if you ain't came to the hood and got in. Ain't no put on by having sex. No, ain't none of that. Ain't no official through the motherfucking internet. Ain't none of that. That's out. So if you got put on through the internet, and then you take it upon yourself to put somebody else on through the internet, then that means both of y'all bogus. Nah, that's for real, though. That's the problem now. Both of y'all bogus. And y'all ain't coming to the hood, and then y'all claiming that y'all OGs. How? You ain't did shit. You ain't even been over on this side of town. How you an OG from where? From what? How? You ain't did shit. You ain't no shot caller. Don't nobody unbelief you. So how you an OG from the hood? I don't understand that. I'm confused. You feel me? Yeah. So if you if you if you banging and you want to be from somewhere, go to the hood and tell them you want to bang, you want to be from there. Don't go, oh, somebody such and such put me on, on the internet. Bitch, you're not from the hood if you got put on through the internet. That is bogus. Eh, you're out. No, bitch. No, 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 no. No. Yeah, for real. Like, you gotta like go. That, you gotta go to the hood. I got a question. I got you gotta question. go to the hood like me. I, I was in the hood. Niggas got, got beat in the hood. And I'm not talking about one day. We're not talking about one day. You need to be there more often. You need to motherfucker really, really be there, man. Get, get a hold of yourself out there, man. And then we what just not talking about just at just the Nickerson. No, nigga, because once you go to the Nickerson, you need to figure out how LA is as a whole. You know what that I'm saying? Part. As a whole. What about them though? What about For the them? Niggas? What about the niggas from the set that's giving these niggas the out of town niggas the green lights to even bang through the internet? Right. And I feel you, but you know about you know you, you know what it is though? They doing it behind the homies back. So they not going back to the hood and telling them. Oh, I put such and such on from New Jersey or from New York or from North Carolina. They doing it behind the homies' back. So they don't know. So what happens is they get they get inbox like me. I get a lot of DMs from niggas saying, oh, they for bunny hunters. They from here, they from there. And I'm like, well, well, who put you on? Oh, such and such put me on. Well, who was such and such? I don't even know such and such. Oh, such and such from over here. But they ain't even from the project. So you got put on through the internet like how or... You know what I'm saying? So what they doing is the homies is going, the ones that really ain't OGs is going around putting on other homies, and they going back to the hood and they telling, oh well, I went out of town and I put such and such on, so he from the hood. I just want to let y'all know he from the hood. And then you supposed to let the homies know, okay, well tell them to come out here to, to meet up with everybody to make sure they actually official. That's how you do that. You don't go behind the homies behind the homies back behind your own hood and. Put somebody on and you don't tell nobody. So now these niggas thinking they the shit because they got put on, but don't nobody even know that they got put on. You're bogus too. You're bogus for doing that because you shouldn't be doing that, period. If you don't put somebody on, tell the whole hood, look, I went over here, go talk to the OGs, go talk to the real shot callers, and tell these niggas I put such and such hey. on from the hood so hey, that they know it's Yo, yeah. You aren't telling nobody. See, this one right here, she used to be with my big homie, blood. Yeah, real shit. It was on that type of note, my nigga. Like some niggas, some niggas can't even they can't even say no shit like that. Like, oh, niggas was chilling with my big homie. Niggas know my big homie. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'd have been to the Bronx. I'd have been to the Bunny on the side of the Bronx. Right. I'd have been to Brooklyn. I go right. where, I'm, where I'm, I'm going. To, I'll go where the fuck I want to go. So if you claim a Bunny on us in the in the in the Bronx or in the Bronx, I'm pulling up straight up. I'm pulling up. I want to see what the project is about. Because I'm from the project, my goddamn self. But I come from the project for my country, Panama. So 
I, I'm a project baby, all the way from a third world country to Mother California. And those projects are gutter gutter. I got you. Right you with it, Kyle Chaser. What's good, man? What's up, so, man? So, let me add, like, so, like, let me ask her a question, though, like, like, cause you pretty much, I don't think it's a solution on that, though. It's not because the homies that they bogus, but they ain't going back and telling the homies what they doing. So now, you, and then you don't even come to the hood and fuck with the hood like that. Since you bogus, you gonna get your ass up out of here. Straight up. And I said what I said. Ain't nobody gonna check me with my ass. Authenticity is always going to be, is going to have some kind of emulation. People are going to always try to that they're really not a part of. To get Talk to my people about always trying to live right, be right. You know what I mean? I talk about, 
I'm telling motherfuckers about the fuck going to prison. Fuck all that stupid shit. If you ain't got to be there, don't get very understandings of the fact that you got something great to do. I'm about to go get honeycomb. And there's a tree that was planted. No, I don't want honeycomb. I don't like that. Where you going? Bigger picture to that is that. I'm about to go to the That same identity that I created on that end of the world. But what they'll do is now. They'll corrupt it and say, "Well, Matt Ronald was out, got Matt Ronald out there slinging crack, and he out in the he out in the hood doing all kinds of crazy shit." This mess, but people have a realization. That's why when people get in touch with me and they finally get an understanding of my perspective, they be like, "Damn, homie, this ain't even what I heard. This ain't what I've been, been people been telling me." Because the fact that see, corruption is always going to be fed into the script, and if you ain't there to correct corruption. Then it's always going to be people that's going to actually try to take their means, feed it into the script, and then they're going to feed it to the people. It's like putting poison in the food. You know what I'm saying? It's like poison in the well. Everybody got to drink from the well, but at the same time, you know what I mean? I might have had water that was pure, but somebody else got it now. They want to kill everybody off little by little with the bullshit. So, you know, it makes a great difference simply because of the fact that the internet and cell phones, social media has made this shit so fucked up. That now everybody's from somewhere and ain't from no motherfucking where. Because now we got people with us on the phone saying, yeah, homie, you can claim the set. But they don't realize you're talking to a fucking 12-year-old on federal and they got access to that but internet. <laughs> you understand what I mean? Or the police sitting up in a fucking squad room where they reaching out to you every day just setting your ass up on a conspiracy because you ain't got to look at them. I saw, um, I got to think about that too. About people, you know, reaching out to people like that. Because I'm very, very selective. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the way I am also because of the fact that I'm, I'm just the kind of person that really is really type of person. So I don't believe that nobody says so when people start talking to me, I'm doubtful anyway. But I'm also conscious of the fact that the federal government is out there. Now, the only reason that I will sit on this podcast and talk about my participation in the blood situation in New York. Is because I don't do shit, so therefore I can't be really tied into no crimes. I ain't, I don't do no I'm actually a motherfucker that's been involved in the peace movement out here for years, right? But right. this is the thing about that also. I saw an episode of Gangland where they infiltrated a motorcycle club, and them motherfuckers sent in one motherfucker to infiltrate the club. He was going all the way up to the top. Next thing you know, they gave him a chapter of a motorcycle club. Next thing you know, this motherfucker had a motorcycle club full of beds. Now this motorcycle club is having meetings, big meetings with the whole with everybody, right? But they don't realize they got a whole club of feds in here because they don't allow the wrong motherfuckers to get in. And that's going on everywhere. Because that's every that's everywhere. You understand what I mean? And, and, and people don't have code. So you understand what I'm saying? It's like you can have a righteous movement, homie. You know what I mean? You can be a righteous person, man. But let the right, let the wrong motherfucker get access to it for his own benefit. And he gonna tell motherfuckers everything, everything about you that ain't right. I and mean, if you ain't living according to the way of life, where you out here acting an ass, out here breaking the law, out here doing a bunch of dumb ass shit, like I was doing in my first life, then motherfuckers look and say, oh, man, well, he ain't this and he ain't that. That is a situation. In reality, homie, Big homie is somebody that's really out there on the right trying to give you the right information because they don't want to see you fuck your life up. And that's the reality of that. Right. So, like, when it comes to these podcasts, when it comes to podcasts and, uh, you know, it's a lot of, you know, OGs that's doing this now, right? And they're getting right. that message out there. 
And, um, you know, when it comes to that, like, you think that that's snitching when people giving out the history? I'm gonna tell you like this here, man. I got I got my own podcast, man. Uh net, the Marijuana Radio Network. And my thing with that is getting information out, but getting the right information out. See, I can't judge the substance of a person's podcast unless they just outright putting some shit out there that ain't supposed to be out there. See, it makes a difference. I got my own podcast, and the thing with my podcast is that. I got other shit to talk about other than being blood because I'm so many other things. This is just my part of my culture and who I've been all my life. But right. I got so many other issues and concerns and shit. I, I, I ain't forgot this because of my blood. I ain't forgot I'm a black man living in a prejudiced ass country. You understand what I mean? I ain't forgot that systemic racism exists. I ain't forgot that the police is shooting motherfuckers. You know, you know what I mean? I ain't forgot that the education system is fucked up for the black kids. You know what I mean? Throughout the country. But I got so many, and saying that I got so many other things to discuss, other than being a blood. That I'm just a blood delivering the information, and if people are doing that, they just delivering the right information. Because who, who, who would you rather listen to? I think myself having the free credibility that credibility that I have, having spent the time in the prisons that I spent, having been in the streets like I've been, I think I'm a more credible source. But information than motherfucking Brian Gumble. <laughs> you understand what you see what I'm saying? Because one thing about it is that I'm gonna give it from perspective, just not be brief. Because see, the one thing that's beautiful podcasting, podcasting ain't nothing but communications. See, podcasting ain't nothing but the same thing as the news media. If you put right information and things to his mind, it's cool. But if you out there putting the wrong shit out and giving people the wrong information, then that's wrong and that's corrupt. Because of the fact that you want to get the information right. Some people are going to turn the podcast because if you need to be like a person like me, I'm in the podcast because I understand that when you watch ABC, NBC, CBS, all that, we're watching these big news segments that have to go through the government first in order to make sure that they're putting out the right information to make things look the right way. See, we're not getting the information that firsthand the way it is. You understand what I mean? That's why when we, when we, when we listen to the news and we get the information from the news, the United States is always the hero and they're never wrong. You see what I'm saying? To where in reality, you might go to a podcast and get shit coming from a podcast in another country, the same country where that, that, that thing came from, and they might tell you how the United States just bombed the town and killed a bunch of innocent people. So podcasting is cool because it's a of information. See, and we got to be our own information sources. And if you, but if you're a blood and you're doing this here, if you're a crypt and you're doing this, you're part of this culture and you put that information. If you podcasting in general, the bigger picture is not to exploit folks, not to put information out that's going to put people in danger, not to put information out that's going to actually jeopardize people's freedom. Because the thing about that is this. when the podcast is interviewing the person, the interview, the interview is interviewing the interviewee, right? The thing about that is this here. The interviewer is conscious of the level of questions that they're asking and the position they're putting their guests in when they ask those questions. You're podcasting right, right now. You're conscious of the position that you put people in that question. Am I correct when I say that? Correct. Okay. So therefore, that means that yep. you, 
if the podcaster is putting information out right and asking the right questions, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't care who you are, civilian or blood, whatever you are. But if you're exploiting the culture and exploiting the guests, there's something wrong with that simply because of the fact that, you know, after the podcast, the guests got to worry about going to prison. Or after the podcast, the guest gets his door kicked in rather than for the for the for the, the whole the show that hold up, man. We don't even want to talk about that. You understand what I mean? Right, right. I understand the degree of this here. Because when you're podcasting, the the, the podcast, the, the host of the show, his credibility is on the line just like the guest credibility is on the line. And sometimes the the, the host has to protect the guest simply by letting the guest know sometimes talk about something or before the show after mind talking about certain things. You understand what I mean? That's only the nope. But like I said, if they're not if they're if they are not exploiting the culture, if they're putting out accurate information, if they're not incriminating anyone, ain't nothing wrong with it. Like I said, I got on my, my podcast, man, I'm I try to more or less stay conscious. I'm just a blood delivering the information. You understand what I mean? And that's how I look at it. And for those that are have to have their own podcast if that's what they're doing then more power to them. It's cool. You know what I mean? Y'all check my podcast out too, MarijuanaRadio.net. But like I was saying, that's, that's all it is. you know, because this is the media. Put it like this here. How many people tune into your show right now, would you say? Right now? Yeah. How many people would you say tune in? About 60. Huh? 60. Okay. But by the, okay, in the, in the next seven days, how many people will see this? Will you, will you estimate thousands. Right. So a lot of them are turning to podcasts for their information. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of these people take this shit here to be the Holy Testament when they get it because of the fact that it's not coming through mainstream media. But the right. bigger picture to this is that Preach, Reverend Blood, preach. puts it out. You know what I mean? If they, if they, as long as they're not putting the wrong thing, saying the wrong thing, in certain positions, it's all good. You know what I mean? And that's how. Like I said, I podcast myself. And you know what I mean? I'm very conscious of who I'm talking to. I don't want to, if I talk to a gang member, I don't want to talk to a gang member in the gang member's state of mind. I got to talk to a gang member in an elevated state of mind because we can all talk that old bullshit. And we can all demonstrate how belligerent and illiterate we are. But I want to talk to a gang member that's going to break the motherfucking mold. We're going to be breaking the mold and demonstrate yes, there are some intelligent people that come out the country. You understand what I mean? Because of the fact we got some people among us. Y'all motherfuckers need to be taking notes. Hey, you got it. You got something to add to that, Gunner? I need to be taking notes, man. No, he's speaking fast. Uh, That's real shit. You got something to add to that? Notes, man. I know y'all niggas is out there listening to this shit. I hope y'all taking notes, bro. I hope you taking notes too, blood. I hear shit he said. I can't hear Buzzer right. Hole talking. Bottom line. <laughs> the bottom line, you got to know better to do better. And you got to want to exactly. know something. You know? That's a fact. You, you, you got to know something to do something. So, you know, again, you can't stay stagnated yeah, where you at. What you doing and thank you for so you, you got, got you got any more questions you want to ask? Anything in life you got to know the topics you want to cover? No. So if you ain't if you if, if you ain't getting smarter, man, 
That makes you dumber. <laughs> right. Yeah, like with like with um even on that, like I'm a uh end on that as well. And I wanted to get into that, um, like with the podcast, um um, who all got their podcast and what's their name? And how can they follow you? I know my Matt Ronald. Yeah, my podcast is Mad Ronald Radio Network. Um, www.madronaldradio.net. I'm on Spotify. I'm on TuneIn. I am on um, I'm on Spotify, TuneIn, Amazon Music. I'm on iHeart. I'm on all the major platforms. And at the same time, also you can find me at, at, at my my website is www.marronaldradio.net. You can Google you can Google me if you can't find it and it'll come up. You can Google Marronald M A D D R O N A L D, and it'll all, all my information comes up. Gotcha. Uh, hey, hey, also? y'all niggas, man, y'all go follow. Go ahead, go ahead, praise the case. Podcast, all right? Y'all get ready, man. We here for real. These these last of these gonna be more coming out. Dope. Bust Dope. Yeah, we got we because y'all hear me. We got a movie coming out. We got uh, a documentary called Project Baby. Okay. Hold on. Uh, I, you didn't hear that last part. No, you said you said you got a movie coming out. That's all we heard was the part that you said you got a movie coming out. I think we got a uh, a movie. Oh, spot whoopers. Then we got a uh, six on the baby show, and uh, 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 Bernie has all the details. And, uh, you can link on within a week or so. I got you. Which is like so they can find that on your social media, though. The link, what's your social media? Yeah. No, we good. You don't got no more questions, nigga. No, I wanna. Uh... And that's I'm about to fire it up. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I can't even hear you, blood. Um, can you hear me? You said I'm breaking up too, huh? I can hear you. Yeah, no, I don't got no more questions right now, uh, Brady. Okay, I can do a part two, though. You know what I'm saying? I got a few more, but I don't want to get into it on this particular episode. You heard me? The one one twelve. You got a uh, social media you want to uh, shout out? You got a podcast? I got a podcast, but I got mm-hmm. <laughs> What is it? Jason Spence Y'all go follow her. J-Y-S-P-I-N-Z. Heads with the Z, baby. 
dope, dope, dope. But no, uh, we definitely uh, this is about an hour and uh, fifty minutes. What I'm gonna do though, some of the uh information inside this video, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna chop it up for several videos. But this this particular live, folks, it'll stay up. Uh, we currently streaming. Shout out to Facebook. Uh, we're streaming on Facebook right now. Shout out to the people that's watching us on YouTube, Twitch. Uh, shout out to people that's watching us on uh, Death of the Cloud. Hey, yo, hey, yo. And for that nigga in the comments and shit. Hey, hey, and for that nigga in the comments, man, get off my fucking dick, too, you heard? Straight up. We don't leave comments, oh, brother, nigga. We oh. pull up, nigga. Straight up. We don't leave comments, nigga. Oh, we pull up, up nigga. We don't do all that comment shit, nigga. You fucking snitch bastard. Right, we don't do that. We pull up. Tell him, brother. Exactly. We pull, up. pull up, gang, nigga. Y'all bitch ass niggas hiding behind the comments and shit. Y'all niggas mad? Y'all mad, nigga? You probably one of them Nino dick sucking ass niggas, man. I don't know who you is, nigga. Talking about shut up, nigga. You shut the fuck up, pussy. You shut up, nigga. Stop hiding behind the comments, nigga. We get active, nigga. Straight up. We so do. Girl, that I'm breaking her hair tomorrow. I was like, you got some jail. She's like, no, I got some jail. Like, you trying to get not this braid? This shit is kind of an NY faggot. Yeah, that. Tell him again, brother. Don't fuck with my bro. He with all the bullshit. You know they mad. They mad. They mad. I'm out here diddy bopping and shit, blah. Ah, hey. They mad. They mad. They mad. <laughs> Yo, crazy K. I tell y'all niggas, stop sucking niggas' dicks, nigga. Stop sucking nah. them niggas' dicks, blah. Um, hey, crazy K. What you dick, you got a uh, message you want to leave us with? You got a message you want to leave us with, bro? Niggas always sucking dick, blood. Straight up. Y'all niggas stop being groupies, man. Stop being groupies, my nigga. Straight up. Stop being groupies. Y'all heard it first. Stop being groupies, man. Steph for the Cloud Chaser TV, man. Hit that like button and subscribe, man. We'll check y'all on, on the next one, man. Hey, look, I appreciate all the guests that came through. Uh, I want to try to sit down with each individual, y'all, and get y'all story. I'm pretty sure y'all got a message. And, um, shit, just hit up Brazy K and shit. We'll go from there. You feel what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. Salute, salute, salute. Hello. Hello. Hello.